Hello, everybody, and welcome back to AMTV Radio. This is the podcast where I'm joined by a very special guest each time, and we chat about whatever the hell we want to, quite frankly. And today, I am joined by a artist, an illustrator. It's Mr. Lee Binding. How are you, sir? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm very. <laughs> I'm very well. Um, yeah, sort of having. It's it, we're, we're doing this on the bank holiday, and it's it's feeling chill. Yeah, it's nice. Here we are to chat about all sorts of things, but it's good, it's good. So, Lee, well, thank you for coming on the show. And before we really get into it, just for, I'm sure a lot of listeners and viewers are aware of yourself and your work, but maybe for those those smidgen who might not know who you are, do you just want to tell us a bit about yourself and what you do? Do you know what? I think it's the majority of people don't know what I do. I'm <laughs> one of those people that sort of, I've been in the background for about 20 years doing stuff. Um, uh, so I'm a graphic art, a graphic artist, I, a, a digital painter, um, and I've sort of been working on Doctor Who or around Doctor Who ever since, well, I was big Finnish days, um, and then I got sort of involved in the, the series when it came back, and I've sort of like done various things around there. I've done products, I've done books, I've done websites, I've done, but mostly all under the, the brand of, of, of Doctor Who. Uh, currently, I'm involved in the collections, uh, and I'm the I'm the designer of those, and that's you great are. fun. I'm really enjoying it. It is, so. and, and for video people who are watching on YouTube, if you can see in the background of Lee's uh, image there, you can see said collection sets on the bookcase. <laughs> 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 my private joy yeah i can sell them all my new house. <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah oh well you could have sold that um what was it the first one season 12 before season they reprinted 12. it i was saying that was insane oh. that was so it was crazy it was sort of like because we'd all sort of like been given a free one yeah uh, for working on it it was like what do we do I, you know I, I i would never take advantage of sure of sure but all of a sudden people wanted it in a way that was sort of like unnatural so you know, i was like shall i just go and put this in a charity store somewhere and hope make someone's life or yeah. something so yes almost yeah. like a willy not, not that i'm trying to big it up but you know so like a willy wonka golden ticket no, you know I mean, just make someone so happy of finding these things no so, honestly yeah. as someone who didn't uh, well i didn't have a blu-ray player at the time but for, as someone who didn't get season 12 that first time around it, it was that sort of feverish like oh well We've got to get it now because we've got, we've got the rest. But yeah, it, that was that was a crazy time. I remember going on eBay and seeing buy it nows for like nine hundred pounds, and it's just like, <laughs> who's gonna? I'd, I'd like to think no one put that much money down because if they did, when when they're like, oh look, it's the second edition, they must have been like, oh, <laughs> and the value plummets. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad that we've now got standard editions as well because oh I'm, yeah. The, the joyful thing about when these collections come out for me, I think, is everybody's getting to either watch it for the first time or just watch it all together. Yes. And it's that nice thing of sort of going, oh, yeah. So the last one, was it season? I'm, I'm a little bit, I I, I'm not quite was, sure which one's coming uh, out now. It's, it's, it's a 20, uh, 24 was the last release one, I think. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, so that lovely thing of, you know, at the time, because I'm an old man, um, <laughs> At the time, I remember it sort of like it coming out and everybody was sort of going, oh, okay, this is not what I was expecting. Yeah. It's, it's that sort of thing. But now everybody's getting a chance to sort of like reappraise it and it's just under this banner of classic who, mm. then, you know, and everybody watching at the, at the, at the same time, was sort of, everybody's noticing new things and yeah, yeah. bits and things are happening. And it's just, 
I think it's it's a wonderful thing for fandom to sort of like do and go, look, a gift, ah, oh, things. Um, and I love the discourse of that. That is so wonderful. So yeah, I'm looking, it's one of my favorite things of every time a, a box set comes out is just like people reacting to it in, yeah. a, in a positive way, I think. So yeah. Yeah, it's lovely. And I like say season 24 in particular, because growing up as, well, I got into the show via New Who when I was a kid. But of course, when you delve into classic Who, season 24, in fact, in the late 2000s, I'd say the McCoy era as a whole, sadly, was sort of from what I saw online was like, oh, you know, you don't you don't need to bother with that. You know, that's what killed the show in, in very inverted commas, etc. And um, but then when I, I saw it and then on the Blu-ray, it's like this season's really fun. Like, it's just a great time. Like they're just having the time of their lives and it's it's joyous. So, yeah, it's great Absolutely. to see that reappraisal. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of fun in season 24 because I think the, there's a there's a there was a there is a problem with Doctor Who fans in some respect where they sort of go, I want my my sci-fi to be serious. Sure, yeah. And yet, a lot of people love like um, the season 16, 17, where it's like Douglas Adams' script editor. Yeah, and yeah. And it becomes a lot more funny. So <laughs> ostensibly, you've now got a Doctor who is a comedy character in the middle of a serious situation. So as a result, people were sort of like going, I don't get the beats of this. So, yeah. um, so now I think people have gone back and gone, oh, I get it now. So, <laughs> it's the Whether it was one. intentional or not. Yes, yeah, exactly. absolutely. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Because as as the time went on, I think, like as I say, when I first got into classic Who, the general consensus or the majority, I should say, seemed to be, oh, the McCoy years, full stop. You know, you don't need to bother with that. Then it became, oh, season twenty five and twenty six are like the darker seasons, so like they're good. And but it was still, mm. oh, season twenty four, you can you can skip that one. And then recently, mm. say in recent years, and thankfully with the collection, people have just gone, yeah, it's not like as serious necessarily, but it's just. If you just shut your brain off, get a bit of popcorn, snacks, whatever. It's a, it's a great time. Delta and the Bannermen. When I watched that recently, <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> it's got more bees in it. I love bees. <laughs> Absolutely, more bees and doo wop tunes. What you couldn't ask for anything more, <laughs> could you? So... That's your Russell T Davis checklist for any <laughs> new series. More bees. And <laughs> more yeah. <do> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. absolutely but weirdly, i mean with fandom we've always had that kind of like i'm going to say like an old sort of like old, <laughs> well, I um it, we've always had that sort of like rote mentality of just um this this doctor is not as good as as the sure. latest one or the new or the old one or whatever so when i was in fandom it was sort of roughly around the time of mccoy and Pertwee was like really reviled. It was like you really? do not watch Pertwee. Yeah, nobody liked Pertwee. Wow. So it's sort of come. I know it was the <laughs> oddest thing. And then all of a sudden, you get a reappraisal of that. And now yeah. McCoy is getting a reappraisal. And you know that lovely thing of every time a Doctor goes hmm. and it becomes their 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 era becomes finite. Yes. I think people then sort of go. Okay, I can, I can, I can take it apart now. I can look at it. I can, I can look at the component bits and see what I like from it. Yes. And I think uh, Capaldi's just going through that. There was a big one with Matt Smith when that happened because mm. there was a lot of sort of like because you know, Tenant, everybody loved Tenant to lesser or more degree because you know, and, and and again it was sort of like that old thing of classic people looking at Tenant and going, "What is this show?" But now it's then it was finite. Everybody sort of go, oh, I get it now. I yeah. love this. I love that <laughs> moment. That kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It's yeah one of, sorry, I'm talking about fan brain. No, 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 I, no. It's one of the great <laughs> things about Doctor Who, I think. Like, as you say, the constant reappraisal that different eras of the show. It gives them all a chance, I suppose, which is, is mm. just what you want, I guess. But um, 
on yourself, Lee, then, as you say, you're an illustrator, you're an artist. What is that something you always like wanted to do? Or was it one of those things you stumbled into by accident? Or what got you into it, basically? I uh, a complete accident. My entire life is an accident. <laughs> oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> no, it's, I, I, found it, no, I shouldn't tell you this story, but this is the kind of level I operate at. So <laughs> I found out that I was an accident from my mother oh, a couple right. of years ago. Um, when we're, we're washing up and we're talking about the Beckhams and the Beckhams children were sort of, she's going to kill me for telling this story. Oh, no. um, the, the Beckhams uh, just had their children. Apparently they're called Phoenix and Brooklyn. And apparently it's where they're oh. conceived. Oh, and right. she just looked at, she looked at me and said, well, you'd be called Ford Cortina, wouldn't you? So, <laughs> um, we could shorten it down to Tina if you want, but oh. I'm like, <laughs> um, what? So <laughs> yeah, bombshell. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so apparently I was a um, I was a, a an accident in the back of the car. Oh, anyway, so <laughs> you can edit that out if you want okay. to. I adding, adding it in. Um, what was the question? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, yeah. How did you get into illustrating? Basically, how did I get into illustrating? I um, I kind of did it for fun. Yeah. Um, but my 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 entire sort of like career as in sort of like my school my university everything like that was saying no go do science because oh. I quite like science <laughs> yeah go and do science go and have a career that you can sort of fall back on and serious I know that speech all too well as an actor as an actor yeah well, exactly yes. <laughs> I mean I'm coming I'm coming right to that in a moment but, yes yeah. um yeah so very much kind <clears throat> of like do the serious stuff and then I did for a bit and mm -hmm. then I didn't enjoy it and so I was still doing it in my spare time and just making lots of pictures and then I met uh Gary Russell and he saw some of the stuff that I was doing and he was just like yeah do you want to do some covers I was like yeah, yeah sure and it just sort of happened to be in the right place at the right time with a lot of people so it's yeah. all good I mean how's it how did it happen for you you I imagine oh. you've always yeah go on. Well, well no it was it was weird really when I was really young I was quite a shy child and it, it wasn't until uh, acting didn't really cross my mind much like up until like nine ten and it was uh it was mainly we were doing a school play we were doing Christmas Carol obviously you know a bunch of 10 year olds we're doing like a 15 minute version basically <laughs> skipping over all the nuance and the thing but they were like oh we want someone obviously to be Scrooge and I think I'd seen I'd seen a version of Christmas Carol on film before so I was like oh I know what the Scrooge character's like and I just overacted to hell as you do as a 10 year old and they were like yeah, yeah. I'll do it he can shout the loudest um and it just <laughs> It just sort of spawned from there, really. And yeah, as I got, you know, did it at GCSE, did it at A-level. I uh, was very fortunate to go to drama school in Liverpool, which was a great time. Wouldn't take that back for the world. And yeah, just sort of been muddling through ever since. Just a shame a recent pandemic's happened because that sort of shut down everything. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we move, we move. But yeah, so I guess sort of an accident as well. Yeah, like if I hadn't, if I hadn't put myself forward, I don't know why I was shy. I don't know what spurred me to do it. But if I hadn't done it, yeah, I, I, I might not have been an actor. I don't know what I would have been. I still would have been a nerd. Like, I think that was always ingrained uh, deep down. But yeah. Is it sort of because um, my family are not nerds at all? Oh, Is right. It, have, you, have you got nerds in family? Uh, my my, I'd say my dad's a bit of a nerd. I think he's of the generation where, like, you know, he wouldn't necessarily admit it, but he, he you know, <laughs> he enjoys his sci-fi and all that sort. It was actually him who got me into 
Doctor Who, like a lot of people, I guess, of my generation, it was when the trailer came on, you know, do you want to come with me, trip of a lifetime, all that. We were all watching yeah. the telly and he said, oh, they're bringing back Doctor Who. Oh, you're Because I was nine at the time. It was like, you'll like this. And sure enough, he was he was very much correct. So a decision with all the merchandisers of it. It's a decision he probably regrets. But, you know, we move, we move. But yeah, yeah, but that's life, isn't similar, it? You know. Yeah, a similar story with my mother. I mean, I think I watched it before mm. because I definitely have a memory of Castrovalva happening. Mm. But she called me downstairs and said, Doctor Who's on, you like this. And I was like, do I? Do I? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah okay new information but you know that's what parents are like at that age it's sort of like it's mashed potato you like this i will eat the mashed potato good yes. good <laughs> so so i went downstairs and i think it was probably kinder or something like that uh, and you okay. know imagine imagine a six-year-old watching kinder and just Ooh. sort of going <laughs> okay okay but did love it and yeah. there was a, there was a lovely thing and I, I if you've got a comparable story please share oh, it oh sure sure when it was the, I think it was the fall, hang on, season, yeah, basically the, the, the start of the next season, okay. no, season after, uh, okay. season 22, mm. um, 21, sorry, uh, is <laughs> Warriors of the Deep. And in that, the Doctor dies at the end of the part. And yes. because I was so young, I was like, oh, he's dead. <laughs> he's at the end <laughs> oh, of the show. <laughs> I didn't understand that it was you know a serialized thing and yeah. you know my mother i wasn't exactly unconsolable but i was a little bit sort of like shocked that it uh, this thing that i'd liked for so long had just sort of like stopped like that and yeah and my mother was like it'll be fine it'll be it'll be on next week and i'm like are you sure are you okay sure? are you sure coming becomes... through the radio times like is it on yeah. is it on next week yeah. i think i was just sort of like expecting it to be the turlo and tegan show which i would be there for i'd, oh, bloody I'd be love. there for that as well could yeah. you imagine the 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 bickering and the banter just between those two would be immense. But, yeah, um, I mean, Tegan can fly the TARDIS. It's fine. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I have a comparable story like that in terms of a cliffhanger basis, because, of course, I guess with New Who, there's a lot less cliffhanger... Well, yeah, a lot less cliffhanger moments, of course. But yeah. I do remember when Father's Day aired, and, you know, like halfway in that, the Doctor gets eaten by a Reaper. For whatever mm. reason, until they solved it, I was like, oh, my God, like, how, how are they going to fix it? Like, the, doc the doctor's gone. Rose is just a 19-year-old girl. What's she going to do? Do you know what I mean? It was that weird nine-year-old, like, as you say, that kid way of thinking, like, oh, well, the doctor's dead. So now, mm -hmm. like, are they going to change the name of the show? <laughs> but, um, Rose, yeah. But how, how did you find then, because that was season 21 you mentioned, so how did you find regeneration then? Because I, I always find it interesting when you talk to people, like, when they watch the show as kids, like, the first time they saw you know the actor change from one to another yeah uh i think i found out about it because it's it's a weird weird thing and i you know it's it's interesting to watch new who people do it because it was slowly drip fed sure for about two three episodes and then it finally just happened at the end of the first series and it was explosive and amazing and just sort of so unexpected it was yeah. it was you know wonderful so I'm I'm very interested to see what new who people think about it, particularly when it sort of goes because with the classic series you kind of aware that people were um, prior to this. Sure, you know, sure. It, in all fairness, I mean, let's say I mean definitely my first Doctor is um, Peter Davison. Hmm. So 
I would have seen the five doctors. I knew the oh, previous true. Version. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't understand the process. I just knew that there were other people and I didn't know yeah. how, why, or what. Like so, a James Bond thing where they just come yeah. in and leave. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I was reading I think it was the Doctor Who Winter Special, uh, for for like um nineteen eighty-three or something like that. And in the back there's a picture of Colin Baker just going, and your new doctor is, and I'm just like <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> so I am not aware of this. So yeah. yeah. So that series, I think. No, it must have been like 81. Anyway, I am really bad with dates. It's I, all right. You know, Don't worry. Like, <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> numbers. This is a this is a problem, you see, because like half the brain is meant to be artistic and the other one is numbers <laughs> and this bit is atrophy. I can't do my taxes. <laughs> I have a man to do my taxes. Oh First, man. <laughs> so um so yes uh so when it finally happened and i got to see it for the first time it was incredibly sad yeah yeah um and now i've watched it again the whole thing could be completely avoided if perry had not worn shorts so (laughs) oh dear yeah and it's like (laughs) yeah if she if she was wearing long trousers that whole adventure would be absolutely fine. We'd still have the fifth doctor. Not that I don't enjoy the sixth doctor, but I'm just saying shorts can be bad for you. Yep. And she continues to wear short outfits for the re- like throughout season 22. Not necessarily <laughs> by Nicola Bryant's choice, I'm sure. Um, Probably but, yeah. not. But is no. it just basically she wants to kill another one? Is it survivor's guilt? I do not know. Oh. We're going to have to get <laughs> psychological on that one day. Yes. Yeah. No, it's uh, with regeneration, I guess, because obviously, as I say, for me, it was Chris Eccleston to David Tennant. And I don't know how I I wasn't aware because I know like they did like, you know, retrospectives on TV and in the radio, you know, Radio Times, newspapers and stuff. I must have just avoided all that. Um, so, yeah. you know, I go along me 13 weeks. I'm like, oh, this is the this is the doctor as in the only doctor. This is him. And then all of a sudden David Tennant appears. And I remember being like, who the hell's this? And my dad was like, oh, they've done this before. And I was like, excuse me? Like, they've done this before? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, there's like eight more of them. And I was like, no. So then straight onto the internet, you know, dial up to the 56K modem or whatever, because we were a bit behind. And um, yeah, onto the, I think it was, the classic series had a website, didn't it? Like all to itself back then, I think. Um, and it was, just, that was a treasure trove, just like combing through and like learning about these. And I'm so glad I did. I think Classic Who nowadays is so perfect to get into when you are a kid. Cause I, you know, mm. I never thought about the production values or, do you know what I mean? It didn't matter. It, as long as the stories, I guess, spark the imagination, I, I'm in. Do you know what I mean? Wobbly mm. sets doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter a damn bit. Um, but I did, I did want to talk to you about one project I know you worked on around that time because, Funnily enough, it was so instrumental for me as a fan getting into Classic Who, and that was the Monsters and Villains book, hey. which I believe you did the <laughs> the cover and the design for. Yeah, yeah. I also yeah. did that website that you were um, just talking oh, no about. Oh, no way. James Goss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew so, James had it. I didn't know you were part <laughs> of it as well. That's ace. Yeah, we sort of, there was there was a wonderful sort of uh, summer where we, we went there to Cardiff for the, the series too, because the, the budget for it was a lot bigger. Sorry, we'll move on to the book in a moment. No, 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 it's but okay. Just sort of like getting all the images coming in and, and, and sort of saying, oh, we want this and we want, you know, Girl in the Fireplace, this is the vibe for it. And we want yeah. to do those pictures. So yeah, it was sort of like, it was lovely just sort of sitting in an office and you got to hear so much wonderful gossip. It was just... <laughs> 
so will we ever good. hear about that one day? Not today, but do you think we'll ever hear about that one day? Um, I will tell you one thing, oh. and that is I, I did see Stephen Fry's script in the office. Uh, no. And what it was called, but I'm not going to say any more than that. Nope, that's so, fine. That's go. fine. <laughs> so, monsters and villains. Yes. yes. Uh, yes. I, think, I think that's a rain on the pile somewhere. Um, yeah. Um, it's all fun. It was, again, um, because I'd sort of like worked on a couple of other projects. My name was Forward. Uh, Clayton Hickman was was originally meant to do it. But oh, right. He, he was, I think he was editing DWM at the same time. So oh. it was like, he's way too busy. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. So I got the original spread design that he did and the, the, the concept of it and then just sort of like ran with it. So yeah, I did the yeah. cover and it was so nice getting those pictures of the Dalek coming oh, in. Oh, God, and yeah. Just like you couldn't imagine all the stuff for end of the world, which I hadn't seen. And yes. just like, what the hell is this? So, <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. So yeah, it no, was, it was such a good time. It's just, I, I don't want to like make it sound like, uh, well, but it is, I think for, a, I see a lot of fans of like my generate books like that were so like for a lot of people, that was their first time even learning about the classic series full stop, you know, cause I think a lot of other tie-in media that followed was understandably you know specifically about the current series hyping it up whatever it is but that was the first real book i remember that sort of said oh no but look there is all this as well Mm -hmm. and it was done in such an interesting way because do you think there was ever that sort of i mean I, i don't know do you think there was ever a sort of fear amongst the bbc or various departments that oh the current you know viewers aren't necessarily going to be interested in this stuff or um i think every now and again there is that sort of like we should concentrate more on the new series sure Um, sure but it just it was just a great opportunity to go look there's daleks in this this is what the daleks have been up to beforehand uh the little buggers (laughs) so so, yeah i mean also i mean we'd only got like six episodes yes worth of stuff because every time one of those books we we did one for every year Yes, um, yeah. We more or less started it, or f- pretty much finished it around the time that episode six was in the can, depending right. on what the production schedule was. Yeah. So at that point, there there was a limited amount of Doctor Who for us to deal with. We had like six episodes, which is why you know it doesn't go past Dalek. Yes. And then yeah. it picks up with the next one, um, <clears throat> aliens and villains, or whatever it is, um, <laughs> aliens and monsters. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so that picks up the back end of season one and the, the beginning of season two. So, yeah, so having that sort of finite excitement of, of of going, we've got this much, we might as well just sort of like do the rest of the series. And, you know, there, were, there's, there was never a point, I don't think, with Russell where it went, we don't have a legacy. This show is not yeah. a standalone thing. It's sure. always been an extension of what goes on in the past. Absolutely. And that was he's so canny of him. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, no, I just... I just... I just wanted to bring it up just to, again, say like how important it was, well, that book was, not just to me, but a lot of fans as well. And I think you're, the, like the, the way it was designed as well, like just with the, the, as you say, the photos, the descriptions, the 
the synopsis of the story. Although a funny anecdote I have with the book is, obviously with New Who, I just knew Doctor Who episodes as being 45 minutes. So when I read that the Daleks <laughs> master plan was 12 episodes long, I was oh like, wow. I was like, there's lots of Daleks master plan. And then I think when I first watched Classic Who, my first Classic Who was The Three Doctors. And I remembered the part one cliffhanger and I was like, oh, I was like, that 45 minutes went by really quickly. And then I checked the like DVD count and I was like, what do you mean it's 25? Like, it was just, I don't know why. It just, my little mind couldn't comprehend it. So, oh, bless I mean, you. could you imagine if Dalek's Master Plan had been 12, 45 minute episodes? Sometimes it feels like, no, no, no. It's, it's... No, I really, I really love the, 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 the Hartnell era. There's a lot of things where someone will say, what's your favorite doctor? And it's sure. like, I don't have a favorite doctor. I have a favorite doctor for each mood. And sure. just when you're feeling that kind of longing for mm. adventure, the, the, the original series, the, sorry, the um, original doctor, first doctor. Can we call first doctor now? I'm not sure what the number <laughs> goes that's anymore. So <laughs> keep that. it simple. It keeps it simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So first doctor, um, I, I love the kind of ambition of it all where they'll just sort of go, yeah, we're going to do this cutaway to a small set in your thing where it's like, oh, we're on a ship now. And now, you know, the chase, absolutely love the chase, where they <laughs> yes. just so for, for week upon week upon week, just go for new things. Yeah. And it's just the money is tiny, but the ambition is huge. Yeah. And just that adventure is so, so wonderful. So yeah, um, I've sidetracked again. No, no hey, <laughs> I, we are, I'm all for tangents on this show. You tangent <laughs> all you want, it is not a problem. But no, I get what you mean, though. The longer ones of the classic series, like especially the Hartnell and Troughton ones, I just find the a lot of them to me are like comfort food sort of episodes. You know, mm. I can sort of stick them on. I don't always have to give them like full focus. I can do other things, but they're just things like the invasion. You know, it's great. I can just breeze through the invasion. And that's a great time. So mm-hmm. even if they're just going to I and love- from, i.e., but still, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cyber controller in that because... Uh, <laughs> It's sort of like a, yeah. and then you got his his thing. It just go, no, you can't, yeah. Yeah. can't watch. Can't watch. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> love so, it. So it's lovely it's just classic every... new bits, isn't it? <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, just one of my favourite things ever is just the war machines, and just everything in that is so wonderful, and mm. yet backwards. Like <laughs> you've got trap, you've got tramps taking taxis. You've got you've got these incredible devices of destruction just hitting boxes just because they don't <laughs> like them. It's yeah. like, going? there's a nightclub where you can use the telephone. It's yeah. that quiet. It's I, like, I, I love the war machines. I love that yeah, clip that kind on, of... um, you know, on Blue Peter when they're showing off the war machines. And when it's like, oh, we've got one in the studio that's going to move right now. And you hear the poor like floor manager go, right, go in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes me chuckle because I don't know if he, if, he, if he didn't know he could be heard, but you can just hear him. And then the machine, as you say, just knocks down some boxes. And those poor Blue Peter presenters are like, "Wow, look at the look at the strength of that!" He knocked down some empty cardboard boxes. Like, as you say, it's wonderful. Though, as you say, it's just it's so balmy, but it's wonderful. But, but that's Doctor Who's charm, isn't it? It's so often very Absolutely. balmy, but but we love it. Mm-hmm. We love it anyway. Mm. Oh my. Um, so you did, as you say, you, you've done like the books, but you also tackled a lot of the uh, classic Who DVDs uh, eventually, because uh, I believe, was it Clayton was the original principal designer and then you became the principal designer after a time. So was there ever like, I guess, a set 
criteria of what to include with each release? Or were you guys, as the artist just sort of said, here's the story we want you to do, go and give us something? Um, so with those, I think the, the wonderful thing after a certain time of doing this job is people just trust you, which yeah. is scary, <laughs> but also it's really nice. Yeah. So, you know, particularly with the collections as well, it's like with it, it, the template, I suppose template was sort of started with the, with the DVDs where you get a disc of pictures mm. and just told to do something. Oh, okay. um, often the, the, I mean, the quality of the pictures, they're, they're 50 year old, yeah. sort of shot through a sock, <laughs> um, like backlit, yeah, just yeah. grainy as hell. <laughs> uh, and that's even like the modern stuff. Bear in mind all the, all the black and white stuff is, I mean, there's some really nice stuff when they, when they get the Radio Times on set, but most of the time it's just diabolical. So yeah. you'd often just do the best you could with what you could. Sure. So... Um, yeah, I mean, you get sort of odd bits of feedback from the BBC. I think my favourite one was um, for the 10th planet, where they said, it looks a little sparse, can you put some trees in the background? And I'm just like, <laughs> at the North Pole. Uh, so... <laughs> oh, so have you... Okay. So whoever sent that memo, had they seen the 10th planet, perhaps? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Maybe they were just watching... To 10th Planet episode 4 over and over again in some <laughs> office somewhere. I do not know. Oh. Um... Yeah, so being trusted with this kind of thing is actually really, really nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And again, with the collection as well, I just, uh, they say which one's coming next. It's normally, it's normally in a Facebook chat. <laughs> which I love just... that. That's just so casual. <laughs> yeah, we'll do, we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, can you just do that? It's, just do it's that, with yeah. one of the, the lovely people who's, he, he doesn't do any kind of like, stuff like this sure uh, sure his sure Russell, his name is russell minton he's an absolute god he's <laughs> lovely and creative and he's he's the one with a lot of sort of like drive for the new um stuff that goes on there he, he's responsible for behind the sofas uh, oh, okay yeah the odd odd little things like um uh the cookery uh i love cookie, the uh, cookery the special exactly yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing it's sort of like he's there commissioning it and sort of going yay let's do this kind of stuff so he is so good at sort of recognizing people to do various things mm. and you know we've got so many lovely people working on these things that he he trusted me to do the pictures and he's just the same every time he's like just here's the number <laughs> off you go and then three months later i deliver god at least about 20 30 pieces of artwork oh really is that out. many yeah like, oh blimey because wow. you've got your disc arts you've got to do your oh, episode stuff in yeah. the booklets yeah. you've got to do um the, the front the back the you know all the mm. all the very the booklet cover yeah um and it's just all combined combined together sorry that's i thought much. you meant 20 pieces of artwork just for the front cover i was like bloody hell yeah. like that's a, t that's a tall <laughs> order isn't it <laughs> But no, that what you said makes time. a lot more sense. Um, yeah. But that's great. I love. I love that. I mean, I just. I can just imagine you get a ping on your phone. And it's nothing else. Just a number. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. From, from Russell. Yeah. Lee, just a number, and you're like, right. I know this. Off I go. <laughs> Off I go. No, that's exactly. lovely. I mean, out of all of the, I guess we'll just say DVDs for now. But out of the, because I guess mm -hmm. the with the individual stories, there's 
different artwork for each back then. Um, do you have a personal favourite one you did? Uh, I think I like the Inferno Special Edition uh, mm. because it was experimental for me. Yeah. Um, in the way that I'd sort of laid it out, but also in the way that I just started learning to sort of paint over the top of photos, ah, which is right. what I do with all my all my stuff now. Hmm. Um, and that was the moment where I went, oh, I get this. Yeah. So from that point on, it sort of like invoked a style, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Um, Great story as I think, well. I love Inferno. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Season seven on just, the whole is just, oh, chef's kiss, like 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I've never watched ambassadors of death all the way through and i know i know know. it's just you know the the nice thing about not um of being a a who fan is if you've completed the canon where do you go next that's true true i kind of like the idea that there's sort of like episodes still floating around and i will watch them you know sure before we do a box set (laughs) um but until that point until that day yeah yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just think those season seven ones, like a lot of them, well, I know originally, I guess a lot of UK viewers saw it in black and white because there weren't that many color TVs going about. But I recently, I don't know why I did this. I decided to get certain Doctor Who's on VHS. I think more for the novelty of, than anything else. I know. Okay. I know. Bizarre. <laughs> um, well, a lot of the artwork on those is cool too, on those old VHSs, to be fair. But the, um, the Ambassadors mm-hmm. of Death one, that was when they didn't have the tech to like make it fully colorized so about half of it's in black and white and i went into it thinking oh this will be a bit odd but you know what the ambassadors of death in black and white is pretty bloody good it's just very atmos- hey. more atmospheric than the normal so and you know it's great that we have a full color version like props to the guys uh, the team who did that but i don't know there's just something about it in black and white it's very it's very chilling so Okay. Yeah, good I might job, give it a go. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Maybe watch it in color first before you do the yeah. artwork and stuff. But <laughs> you just for it se- all completely wrong. Yeah, for a season seven one, you just submit an entirely monochrome. Like, oh, and they're like, "What's this?" <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that can be alternative art for for a special release. Um, so, is actually a question for you then? No, is there a is there a season that you're not not avoiding, but is there is there one that you sort of like you haven't gone towards yet? Well, I've uh, because um, because I'm somewhat obsessive, um, I have managed to make my way through every uh, story uh, in classic Who and modern Who. So I've technically seen everything there is to see, obviously barring missing episodes and stuff. Um, it took me a bloody long time, but <laughs> so but I, <laughs> but I got there. I'd say the one I was maybe least looking forward to. Uh, this might be. I know this is controversial to a lot of people. The Tom Baker years, right? You know, I love him. Tom Baker. You know, you're probably not listening, but I, I love you, man. We all do. You're great. Um, <laughs> and you know, but obviously, again, when you're a young fan going into classic coup, you know, Tom Baker carried this you know, presence to him, you know, fan, oh, Tom Baker, the best doctor, you know, best thing ever, seven years, all of it's great, da, da, da. You, you have all that coming at you, so when you go mm-hmm. into it, well, as, you know, as a kid, you think, oh, right, so what I'm about to watch is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread, and arguably, in my humble opinion, not all of it is, um, season, um, 
season 15 was one I was a bit like, so like not horror fang rock. I really enjoyed, but things like, Mm. um, the invisible enemy, uh, underworld, uh, the sun makers. I'm sure like people who love them. Great. More power to you. But for whatever reason, I just, I remember not being too excited and I wasn't that like enamored after I'd watched it. If that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. Tom Baker's great, you know, and there's loads of great stories in that era that I love, but yeah, that was, that was probably the one I was a bit like, okay, I guess I have to watch this now because I have, I've, I've seen everything else, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. I get a similar sort of thing in the sense of with that series, Yeah, I got, um, I really got into Doctor Who via Kano. I just love Kano. Sure, it's sure. just like it's a ridiculous robot dog, and therefore, <laughs> you know, I, I I really like robots as well. It's it's a it's a thing in my life. So I what I would do is read all the novelizations with Canine in. Um, hence why I've not really sort of like done the novelization of Warriors Gate because oh, uh, and because okay. he, you know he's barely in that that yeah. kind of thing you know or Des- uh, Destiny of the Daleks, mm. but. Um, when you've got those incredible novelizations which take you to imaginative places mm. and then you see the final thing on screen you're like okay oh right I yeah. get <laughs> uh, so you know watching the invisible enemy which is an incredible novelization yes. and then going to the actual thing i mean there's some nice bits in there but yeah i get you i get you yeah and it's um, like with the best will in the world underworld i watched it and i was like well they tried, you know, there was industri- <laughs> in in the nicest will in the world, because I, I do get like, I know industrial action was going on and budgets were tight. Oh, and Star Wars is out, so we've got to be like Star Wars. So I do understand, I guess, why they went down that route. It's just, it's yeah. just a shame it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we all, I mean, on, I, if you know Underworld yeah. folks, you know what I'm talking about. But Yeah, and you know what? I've got a lot of love for um, Invasion of Time. Uh, but so there are I. bits so you just you just want to chop out and go look stop running around a, a factory god love you um oh, this god. could be a part cheaper and you could get a lot more money in it i, so, I do yeah. have a soft spot for the invasion of time but i don't know why i i haven't got a feasible reason i just really like it and i don't know why so what's your sort of fandom thing then i suppose it's like you know some people for me it's like getting into the design of the show and some people are just like really into the music is there a thing for you where you just sort of go this is what i'm about so is it like time lord lore is it like uh for me it's a bit more like uh well it's viewing figures funnily enough like facts and figures i've um yeah. i guess my other big thing as a kid i just loved numbers like i don't know again don't know where it came from but do you that... want to do my taxes not that good um I, i'm an actor darling what's tax um so... <laughs> but ta- tax people I, I do pay my taxes please don't come after me um so no i loved maths up until a point like when it got to gcse a level type maths that was for whatever reason that was just like a cut off i didn't like things like Mm. trigonometry and that i couldn't do that at all but mental maths like you know quick multiplication that sort of stuff loved it so then when doctor who came around and it's like oh the viewing figures i'm like what numbers this is this is this is a thing and again then classic who but i do I, i find it so fascinating and i do a series on my channel which is they're like mini documentaries about the history of doctor who viewing figures and i try i try and make it more than just you know here is a story here is what it got this is good this is bad like i try and I'd like to think it's a bit more than that. And some people have been very nice and said they find it very enjoyable, but 
yeah, that I guess that's sort of my personal niche into the into the besides enjoying it on the whole, you know, I just love analyzing mm. the the facts and figures, like what made it, you know, Destiny of the Daleks got 13.5 million. How did it do that? You know, ITV's off the air and I just I cuz I guess history is another passion, so learning about, you know, why something was the way it was, like why did it get good figures? Why did it get bad figures? That's yeah, that's that's kind of my thing. So a niche of a niche. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And I I, I love how Doctor Who fandom sort of like encourages that for yeah. each one. You know, someone someone will be over there just going, "Oh, I'm going to recreate all of Murray Gold's stuff on a cello," and you go, "That's brilliant! Well done, you it's guys ace, do that." Yeah. Um, and then cosplay. Oh my god, I love oh, cosplay. I yeah. wish I had the gall to do cosplay, <laughs> but just like the the level of detail and the level of 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 of, of, of attention to everything yeah. and just wanting everything to be screen accurate is so thrilling to me just the idea that you're gonna do that if it makes sense it's like i i have no interest in doing it but you guys <laughs> run with that and you have a great time so yeah, yeah. so no, i've only also done the, it once or twice but it was on a very you know teenager limited budget so i borrowed my mate's tweed jacket you know borrowed my dad's bow tie <laughs> you know things like you know very diy sort of thing not screen accurate but i guess for me like those who i, I have massive respect for those who go for as you say like the screen accurate stuff but for me, like mm. I, I'm more than happy just you know cobbling a few bits together to make it look something like, because uh, I've got a Jodie Whittaker outfit that is in no way like it's not an official replica or anything like that. I got it off Facebook mm. Marketplace for someone who was selling it for a tenner, and yeah, it might feel a bit, it might feel a bit cheap, but it, it's you know it, it does the part, and I it's great. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's great. I like the way that I think people feel when doing this kind of thing because there's 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 an idea of the doctor yes. that people can sort of like, there's, there's an essence that people can sort of go through every single one and sort of take away from it and just go, I will embody that certain element of it. And when you've got that, and if you can pretend to be that person, it's yeah. so empowering. So it is. yeah, it is. Incredible. So I've got a, yeah, I've got a, a leather jacket which kind of looks like the War Doctor, and clearly nice. grey hair, grey beard. I, <laughs> I could, yes. I could just about pull it off, I think. Yeah. Um, and accidentally, because I was a goth kid at school, at uh, uni, I've got the boots as well from like twenty five years ago. So Lee, this is the stars yeah. telling you something here. It's all, it's all aligning, <laughs> you know. <so. laughs> so, I reckon you do a, recent, a really decent David Tennant. Oh, bless you. Why, why, dye my hair yeah, brown, we, you know. So. Yeah, why are, we, why are you doing Matt Smith? You could be Tenant. <laughs> You're such a good Tenant. <laughs> I, I probably couldn't find a pinstripe suit. That, that would have been the killer for me. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's, no, but the only problem with my, like, I've all, I've worn my hair up like this for years. Uh, audio listeners, well, you, if you know my channel, you know what I look like, but you should head on over to YouTube for this bit. But I've had my hair like this for years, and at the time, you know, because, like, this was back when Jedward were a thing, you always go, oh, Oh, look it's the third twin but we've, we've entered this lovely grace period now where the current young generation don't know who jedward are so it's like oh your hair's really cool i'm like yes yes more more of this none of the none of the slander but now i've just said that so now you're all going to type jedward in the comments probably so i brought that on myself never mind but um <laughs> but um one thing i wanted to ask as well was um i guess when you say designing for like the blu-ray sets it, i guess it's a very different process to how uh, you did the DVDs because obviously for those it was like an, on an individual story basis whereas now you've got to sort of somehow I don't know how you do it collage four five six seven stories into one 
frontal like was that when you first got involved with this was that like uh oh god like this is a big challenge like how did you how do you do it i guess like how do you combat each season um the 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 way that i do it primarily is don't don't stop and start right i thought you were just gonna I, say I, don't like, if you want don't to do, do it, it just don't. yeah just don't just yeah, say no, no. Just, say just, no. Yeah. <laughs> if any if i get pushed under a bus just say don't do it because it takes up your life um <laughs> oh, uh with with it just never never stop so if like I'm delivering one, then I'm working on three others at the same time, because the idea now of just after a break coming in and doing it, sure. it's so terrifying <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's such a big thing. Yeah. So yeah. So how do I, how do I get with it? So normally with each doctor and i've got this i've got a spreadsheet somewhere with um every doctor variation costume and whatever that i want and what i want them to be holding on the cover yeah and when you get the images that sometimes works sometimes it doesn't um and i, I basically i want that i want that shot i want the shot of them looking out at you yep being the hero that they are buy and me that, buy me now yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is a this is a this is a great season you're going to find some new <laughs> things on here all this kind of stuff you know you yeah. find that shot and if you can't find it you make it and sure. if you can't make it fuck <laughs> <laughs> that's yes. that's my one swear so i i mean touch wood i have been lucky so far in every single one that i've done and there's uh -huh. there's there's stuff that i've got in the background that nobody's seen yet sure, so sure, i've sure. got about 15 done oh, so i mean front covers and again touch words they're all pretty much looking out mm -hmm. doing the thing so yeah yay. doing the thing <laughs> yeah so when it came to that when when we were originally designing them i had just sort of brief saying this is kind of like the, the thing that we got and they gave me a mood board of various sort of like things that were selling well at the time it was like sure. things like the, the rogue one poster and yeah. stuff like that and it was like can you do something like that but for doctor who and oh like, i guess that makes sense because yeah rogue one is it you've got the main what's it is it jinner so it's like the main face and mm -hmm. then you've got all the squad below yeah. haven't you or something like that yeah. yes yeah yeah so when i was making season 12 because i did 12 and 19 at the same time so uh -huh. when we sort of like 12 was pushed ahead a little further mm. and 19 was sort of like being done but sort of like slightly behind so once i got the cover for that sorted and went okay this is what i'm thinking we went mm. through about three or four different sort of versions of that you can find them on my twitter the, yeah like, yeah going back a while ago um once we've got that bolted down i will do 19. but also we didn't know whether it was going to work or not so if you have a look at the booklet cover the yeah. booklet cover could have been the box cover oh. it's the idea that we were just sort of like edging our bets sure the booklet cover has always been the idea of that is like this is the iconic picture that they never took at the time yeah we've got to you know this is this is what they would have used to publicize the series if they had the time the budget the, the you know the the, the the stuff that we've got now yeah. yeah um and again that could have been on the cover if it if that was rejected and if it wasn't selling well if it wasn't polling well in the bbc because this was a huge project this was money was going into this that <laughs> people were quite uncomfortable about oh, dear. so it's like yeah <laughs> 
so if it hadn't have worked a lot of people would sort of like yeah you know what i mean so so i was sort of like making lots of artwork in the background that sort of went okay we could do this we could do this we could do this and eventually it just all came together into this one package Hmm. um that unfortunately meant that i'd done all this artwork and then had to replicate replicate it again for like season 19 (laughs) it was like oh bugger i've done this amount here i've now got to do it all again for this and it just keeps going so when it comes to getting a new one when i get my facebook message saying (laughs) ding you're doing this yeah it's like okay right let's have a look at the pictures and you sort of divide it down you look for that shot of the doctor being the hero you then start thinking what does this series mean to me what does what is the moment of this show that the, of this season itself that makes me go this is the best season this yes. is what makes yeah. me watch this hmm. and that then becomes the booklet cover um so i think one that really worked for me i think and i don't i don't hate blowing my own trumpet but the moment no, that i went oh right okay is when we did the season 23 uh, trial of a time lord and you got the doctor standing in the dock with Perry on the screen as the uh, as as the uh, bald-headed version of yes, her, and just yeah. like with a value pointing at him, it's like we've got an opportunity to tell a bit of the story that nobody else sort of like crystallized at that point in a photograph. So yeah. that's where I go with those kind of things. So uh. yes, yeah, once you've got that sorted, then you start doing all the booklet. So you basically, and I'm in the stage now with the one that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. is you go through drives of photos and, yeah. and start categorizing them and going, I want oh, okay. that on the cover. I want that as a booklet. I want that as the disc art. I want mm-hmm. that as... It's really time-consuming. It takes about two, three days. But <laughs> once you get a, the end of it, it's like, there we go. Box That's it. it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done. Done. Oh, Cut for instance. No, it's, it's ace. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've had lots of positive comments on social media. Like people, I think unequivocally have loved the the style and the design of the sets as they've gone on. Because like you say, I think you put it really well, like you say, like with the booklet and even the front, it's like the front saying, here's what we've got on offer. And the booklet's like, and this is why you want to watch this season. It's a great, it's yeah. a great idea to go with it. And I, I just, uh, I don't envy you when you, I mean, a touch wood, when you guys eventually, hopefully, get to some 60s stuff. I don't envy you trolling through the yellowed photos and the photos <laughs> that aren't lit properly. And yeah, I don't envy you there, but um, I'm That's sure. That's going to be fun. Yeah. He's like, that's yeah, I mean, I, I've started on a couple just oh, right. because. Yeah. Um, and it seems to be going okay. okay. But yeah, okay. it's like, We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's always best fingers. to be prepared. Of course. Yeah. Always best to be prepared. Best advice I was ever given. Be prepared. <laughs> Scouts on a full shebang. <laughs> but um, that, well, as we've said so far, so you've done like websites, books, DVDs, Blu-rays. Um, some people, well, some people may know, but some people may not know. You also did a fair bit of work um like uh illustration work for the tv show itself was that like it was around series seven series eight i believe like with the movie poster sort of thing yeah i sort of got involved around series three and the the, some of the backgrounds that were used in the post uh, posters for martha and the doctor uh Mm. i sort of helped out with those so i was always kind of around yeah. Uh, he was always there he was i was always there there. (laughs) no more um (laughs) And then series four, I started doing the style guide stuff, which is something that I think I've got one around here somewhere. It's a season two one. So yeah, these things were sort of like handed out to every licensor 
Um, anyone who sort of like goes, I I want to I want to start doing Doctor Who stuff. Yes, you're given one of these things, and in here, a sort of like little I didn't do these, but yeah. um, they're cards and like all the cutouts for the Cybermen and stuff oh, like nice. that. Oh, nice! Yeah, end, yeah. Ended up on packaging and things like that. So I would end up supplying artwork to go into that and right. by season four i was sort of like doing all the cutouts for it and then season five again stargard season six halfway through season six bbc itself ran out of money to do publicity stuff for it excellent because they had a yeah it was sort of like okay we've 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 publicized the first half of the series sure. series two as in you know 6b yes, it's coming yeah. back but we don't have but we've got to prepare for the Olympics <laughs> next exactly. year. So. I think, do you know what? I genuinely think it was strictly strictly come dancing took all the designers <laughs> off them because they had to airbrush every single member. So it was all of a sudden, the BBC itself was sort of like, oh, yeah, sorry, we can't do that. Oh. So I was, again, working on the Stargate, and they said, "Have you got? can you do a picture that would be uh, sort of like uh, sum this half of the series up, which we can, we, we, which we then sort of use. Mm. So I did a, a picture um, which was uh, sort of River, the Doctor, Amy, and Rory standing in front of a pyramid, yes. and he's got his green coat on. Yeah, I think it ended up as the the soundtrack cover. So I it is. I know there. the one you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So from there, I was then doing all the episodic pictures beyond that. So. Yeah, it's sort of like, again, all this stuff in the background. And then finally they said, okay, season seven, we're going to do this properly. And God bless them. They went, what do you need? What are we going to do? And uh. we went through it all and went, okay, stuff like um, uh, Journey to the Center of the TARDIS. Can you have Matt in a load of different poses? We're going to have him leaping around a broken TARDIS. Hmm. Um, Jenna and Matt for uh, the Ice Warriors episode. Can you Can you just make them wet? Uh, and they did. Yes, know, yeah, like, they I was giving this ludicrous list of things that they were doing. <laughs> Put them on a motorbike. Do this, <laughs> and you know they did. And I got all these pictures, and we just went okay because um, Caro Skinner, who was the producer at that point, had such a clever brain for this kind of stuff. She went, okay, we're not treating these as episodes. These are movies of the week. We are yes. coming in. We are telling a, a bespoke a bespoke story that links together in a big narrative. We're going to publicize them as as movies, and you're like. Okay, so hence why there was that sort of like movie style kind of thing going on around it, and it was yeah. like this this works. I like this. So um, yeah, yeah. So I'll... from that point on, that was that was part of the thing until uh, until Day of the Doctor. I think that was a great. Oh, we did Time of the Doctor as well. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I just think it was a great idea because I'll never forget seeing the one for Asylum of the Daleks, the opener, you know, where it's the Doctor carrying Amy, surrounded by mm. all those Daleks. Like, that's an image that, like, that sticks with you. You know, that's a classic mm -hmm. poster of, like, this look, this is one to watch. And I just, I just think, as you say, it's a great thing that I think a lot of people don't realize how important things like posters can be in hooking people mm. in. But, yeah, I just, I mean, I was going to watch it anyway, but I'd like to think if I showed it to people who were maybe, you know, they watch Doctor every now and then, but they don't watch every week. You show them that, and they'll go, oh, I need, I need to see. It. Do you know what I mean? That's what. It, that's how yeah. it came across to me. Anyway, that was like a, a good angle for it. Anyway. Yeah, and if you, um, you guys there, I'm going to do a bit of social media. <laughs> if you head to my Instagram, uh, there is a, a sort of there's a video on there that uh, is it shows how I created that poster. And Matt Smith was carrying Karen Gillan, 
Whoa. for that entire photo shoot. I've oh. got about 20 pictures of them just sort of like manhandling her in various poses. So oh. uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Head over to Lee's Instagram where you can find that and lots of other lovely stuff as well. So we've talked a lot about Doctor Who, but I believe you have also done work on other franchises, I believe, over the years. Do you want to just sort of spitball some of those, like other favorite things you've done over the years? Sure. Um, A a recent thing I did, which has just got cancelled, was Intergalactic for Sky. Uh, Basically. Basically, they were like, oh, yeah, do you want to do space stuff? And I go, yes, please. I like space stuff. <laughs> so I did that. I've done Star Wars stuff for SFX magazine. Mm. I did, um, what else did I do for them? There was a really nice cover I did for them. I've forgotten. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, is the, this is the awful thing. When, when, when I go back and I start sort of, because every Thursday I try and put something new up on Instagram. Sure. And kind of like, oh, hey, I did this. And going through my hard drives for stuff and go, I forgot I did that. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then weirdly, people will comment on it and go, I didn't know you did this. And I'm sort of like, yeah, me neither did I. I'd forgotten. So, so yeah. Um, like, I, well, I was looking, this is, this is weird just going through my own shelves, but I totally forgot I'd done this. Um, oh, yes. Time Lord Victorious. Time Lord Victorious. Yeah. Uh, DVD when I was sort of like, I was tidying my shelves this weekend. I was sticking a load of stuff on eBay. My partner, um, is, is that he is obsessed with just eBaying stuff? So, um, and you can actually you can always tell which season is coming next because uh, on the on the collections because the local charity store down the road they get all the DVDs because I'm uh, done with them. So no, I've done I've so. done the same, but mainly as a as a space thing more than anything. I think at first yeah. I was like, oh, I can have the my lovely uniform DVDs and I'll have the collection sets, but then it was just like. <laughs> No, this is a bit ridiculous now. I, can't, I haven't got the space. Says the man who's just got VHSs. What the hell is no, going on a, there? It's only a select few. <laughs> I haven't got a full V. Could you imagine? I'll get. I'll swap the DVDs, but now I'm going to get a full VHS collection. So. <laughs> Do you know what? Just on VHS for a minute. It's so funny yeah. how people, sometimes you go online, how they price it. Because like VHS is a format. You know, God, you know, we all loved it at the time. It was mm-hmm. great. But a lot of those VHSs don't really have that much like value anymore. But I- I've seen like on eBay and Facebook Marketplace, oh, uh, over a hundred Doctor Who videos, uh, 300 pounds. And I'm like, no, who's going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> who's going to. I Are mean, you paying me? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just it's a removal fee. <laughs> but then you see like another one where it's like, oh, I've got like 50 of them. Oh, just give me a tenner. And I'm like, well, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's, VH, you know, not many people want VHS, but I just, I don't get that. Like, oh, it's 100 tapes, 300 quid. It's like, no. <laughs> it's, it's a buyer's market. It's anyone? a buyer's yeah. market. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, but well, uh, on, so ex- on expense. Back to the previous question. Oh, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, no, no, go for it. I genuinely can't remember. Well, so you were just saying you, about other you, things you've worked on. Yes. I, and again, I genuinely can't remember. So if, <laughs> if, you, if there's anything that you can sort of remind me of, I'll sort of go, yeah, I did that. But otherwise, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Well, I just, I, I had a quick peruse of like uh, your website and that you've got a page on like TARDIS wiki and things like that. And it, it just, it do mentioned I? you've worked on, well, you do. Yeah. You've got the the prestigious oh, honor I've of, made it. of being on a, on a fan wiki. Do you there. have one? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I haven't yet. I'm re- going to write you one later. Oh, but- <laughs> Bless, man. But no, I haven't I haven't reached that peak yet. But um yeah, it just said you've done I'm trying to remember ones off the top of my head, like it said you've done some stuff for like Top Gear and um 
that's what it said. Again, fan edited website might be completely rubbish, but um... <laughs> yeah, because you kind of get sort of tied into various companies. Because believe it or not, Doctor Who is not my day job. No, Doctor I, Who that's valid. Yes, it's it's a lot of Doctor Who yeah. uh, is done at mates rates because we sure. all just want to work on it absolutely so doing covers for it is not a career so um yeah i mean lovely chris thompson who i think you had on earlier he's he does all the stuff for news round and things like that and um yeah russell minton's day job is uh he is in charge of going around the world looking at um all the different versions of uh, Great British Bake Off and making sure that they adhere to guidelines. Oh, but that's so a my day job. <laughs> it's a great job. He showed me the Swedish one the other day, and I'm like, I love that kitchen. I want that kitchen. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so my day job is working for Sky, um, oh, nice. and I, you know, I sort of get roped into their things and doing all the sort of like, you know, when you turn on your 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 box or whatever you've got that you watch it on and those pictures come up it's like oh yeah i did that Ah, so it's the little things but that makes sense though because i just had a quick peruse there and uh one of the things it says that you did some work on was uh, i hate susie which is a sky program Mm. i believe so yes that makes sense yeah Yeah. yes great show as well brilliant yeah 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 absolute talent that billy is and she she made this sort of very early on decision that the character is as raw as possible. So yeah. normally what you get are these incredible sort of, you know, we, 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 we spent two days photographing her and she was just astonishing. She was acting in front of the camera. And sometimes you get that, sometimes you don't. There is an actor I will not name who was basically just sort of like, yeah, you got three expressions, then I'm off to my trailer. And it's wow. like, okay. <laughs> Classic right. diva. Classic diva. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so Billy Whereas, two days, just going through every emotion that we wanted her to go through. Mm. And at the end of it, she just went, yeah, I don't want any retouching on this. I want it to be as raw as possible. And it's like, wow. okay. So yeah. that was an incredible brave and an incredible uh, brave. That sounds like it's like... It, I, I don't want to demean the sort of like because there there is an awful thing where we just take retouching for granted now. Sure, and sure. that shouldn't be the way. If yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I admire her honesty rather mm. than a bravery. That makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. And she was. I mean, she that was just a powerhouse performance, and just what she was like in the studio as well was like she. There, there was one where we were trying to uh, where she had to cry and. She just composed herself for a moment and then just let it happen. And it wow. was like, you are an actor. And yeah, yeah. Astonishing. Because it's such a hard thing to do to work yourself up to that, I suppose. You know, like ge- to make it look genuine. It's such a difficult thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mad. Have you done it? Uh, well, hmm, I haven't had to do it much. I've done it once or twice, but it took a, you know, it wasn't an easy thing. It took a lot of... Uh, you know, process, shall we say? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, so my, I admire the actors who can just, you know, almost like click their fingers, and it's like, okay, I'm crying now. But yeah, for, for <laughs> me, and it takes a bit of process. But then some actors just use eye drops, don't they? They're like, oh, I ain't got yeah. the time, or I don't want to, so I'll just, I'll pull a face, <laughs> and you put the, the moisture. Drops on. I can't spare the moisture. <laughs> but is isn't it mad though? How like you know, as you say, today everyone recognizes Billy for the for the talent she has and what but you know mm. 15 16 years ago casting doctor who, oh why have they go why have they cast a pop star you know what on mm-hmm. earth are you doing and then she blew every it's just I, I mean i'm happy for her you know i'm so glad that 
everyone came around on that initial, I guess, assumption. Like, just mm-hmm. because she was a pop star, that means she can't act. I mean, that's not true of any pop star until you see... Yeah, I'm sure we've all seen some pop stars who... <laughs> singing might be their, their strongest point. I won't name any names. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. The, but then there are some actors. Like I saw... Um, do you know Duncan James from Blue, I think it was? Yeah. Um, he was in... Uh, he was he was playing Frankenfurter in Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> And he was he was incredible. He gave a great yeah. performance. But again, I hate to say it, but you know, because Blue, you know, Naughty's boy band, you think, oh, one of, one of Blue. It, that little assumption is like, oh, well, he's not going to be very good. And he smashed it. Mm. He absolutely hey. smashed it. So, yeah. So don't, but it's the same thing. You know, they've cast John Bishop and I see people saying, oh, why have they gone for a comedian? And I'm like, Matt Lucas, uh, Catherine yeah. Tate, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think there, there are so many... I mean, Doctor Who is still a premium brand for the BBC and yes. will be for a while, I think. So the idea that they can sort of like screw it up by just sort of going, we're going to do this, that is, it, no, no. There's a lot of people who have a lot of thought into this. And yeah. it's like, I think he's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. When it came to Catherine Tate, I, I, I'd not, I'm, every now and again, I'll sort of like get into a real bit of culture and be obsessed with this. And I yeah. never got a chance to sort of like do that with Catherine Tate's comedy show. Uh-huh. So I kind of came into her completely sort of, that sounds wrong. I, <laughs> <laughs> you were introduced. I, I was introduced to Catherine. Um, I, I, uh, raw? No, <laughs> I, was intro- <laughs> I, I was introduced to Catherine without any expectations. And sure. um, when I watched her, Honestly, she just became one of my favorite companions. And you yeah. know, I think I've got I've got a lot of hope for the series. I always will. And you know, if it's I think every single episode for me has always been a delight to a certain, you know, you sort Absolutely. of go, Oh, I love that bit. So yeah. I'm just so looking forward to what's gonna happen. It's gonna be amazing. I, think. I know, because at the time of recording this, we do not know who the new doctor or new showrunner are. It's still very much I, I mean well, you might know, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um it's not public, that's the word to use. It's not public information. Um, but you know, I mean it's an it's an often asked question, but do you have anyone who you would like to see as the new Doctor and showrunner, or um, like, was there uh, anyone that just like zings to your mind when the when the questions asked? Or my partner, uh, Paddy. Hell, hell uh, yeah. He no what well, not that I mean he'd be a great Doctor actually, uh, but no he we often talk about this because he works on the show as well. So oh, I mean, nice. clearly that's what that's what we spend a lot of time talking about, but also. <laughs> He kind of sometimes is my boss and knows more stuff than I do. So uh, okay. um, there'll be bits of the house where he just closes the door on me and I'm like... <laughs> you just come in like, okay. hello, I'm home. And you just see the he's door. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> like, secret meeting. Oh, so, so that So he came up with a brilliant suggestion the other day and I've been obsessed with it ever since. And that is get the uh, the horrible history stroke ghosts team to do it yes um, because they are a creative powerhouse they are just their 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 style of writing is incredible their level of emotion is great they can you know sort of like it's 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 a full-on production band rather than yeah. just having one person that you've got to rely on um get that do those get those get those people in charge of it just have a quorum of talented wonderful people just sort of spearheading the show 
That'd be immense. Oh, that's oh, that might be my new favorite. I know it's good. Isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> BBC higher ups, if you haven't made your decision and you, happen, <laughs> and you happen to be listening to this, you know, no, that'd be ace. But I'm sure whoever they pick, like you said, with like the John Bishop casting, it's not just something they rush into. They take their time. They look at it. So I'm sure whoever they pick for both parts, they'll do a fantastic job, as all the others have yeah. down the years. Um, well, before we round off, uh, there was another one of your who projects I wanted to mention, which is some of the artwork you've done for the recent new series Steelbooks that have come out. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is, Lee. You seem to the series one Steelbook. You seem to be involved with products that then go for extraordinarily high prices on the on the second hand <laughs> oh market. God. So I don't know if uh... <laughs> how much is this one going for? The last time I checked, uh, series one goes from anywhere from between. 150 to 250 pounds let's put it this way i have not in like the years since it came out so say allow a year from when it released when it was 30 quid or whatever since then i have not seen it anywhere like secondhand sites ebay for less than triple figures oh my god I'm so sorry, people. I don't. I don't mean to do this. Full disclaimer: it's... This Lee is not pushing up the price. He just yeah, yeah. To be I'm not just buying them all. I just <laughs> in about ten years time, I can just release them on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, um, again, that's I guess is summarizing a series into a front and back cover. Was did did you sort of approach those as you've done the Blu-ray collections for the classic show, or is it a completely like different process for those? That one was a little different because we, I, I did three or four different versions, which is something I, we don't normally have the luxury to do. So sure. um, with that one, uh, again, if you have a look on my my Instagram, there's a sort of version with Rose and the Daleks and the Doctor on there. Um, it's sort of like very much parting of the ways focused. Yeah. Uh, it, that was sort of like, here's... Here's your seller. Here's your sellable one. Here's, you know, you put the Daleks on, they tend to sort of like drive up sales just a little bit and you're like, okay, all right, that's fine. Sure. So there was that, but also I think there was, a, I can't remember what the other version was, but then this was the third version. Oh, it was just the doctor on his own. Okay. Which again, um, which again, I think he's on Instagram. Um, so yeah. So this one was very much sort of like the focus of their relationship and the, trying to distill that moment of do you want to come with me and that's let me just have a look at it let me refresh my let's have a look at it yeah yeah Uh, it's a great cover. yeah that was it yeah Yeah. thank you um yeah it's that hand just sort of like do you want to come on an adventure that's literally what i was trying to do um this is the first time that we get to do this it's like yeah totally it's 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 inviting you in and 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 sort of like come with me kind of thing so that's what they went with and yeah i really enjoyed doing that one that was that was a good frankenstein job of of various pictures (laughs) it's a it's a lovely bit of artwork and i believe correct me if i'm wrong you also did the one for series two and the Mm -hmm. 50th anniversary one as well yeah the 50th one i i I really i i hated the series two one and i I don't know (laughs) I know, bear with me on this one. Okay. So as, <laughs> I wasn't as, expecting as a, that, but sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with 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 a lot of artwork and a lot of artists and you know, as an actor yourself, you you uh, I, I imagine you probably hate listening to yourself and oh God, editing yeah. this Ed- editing yeah. this podcast is absolute hell because I have to listen yeah. to myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> So as an artist, every time that you do something, you look at it and you hate it and you sure. you 
it takes that moment of acceptance to sort of come around to it. Mm. And the reason why I keep going is I just want to get better and better and better and better. Yeah. So when it came to season two, season one had come out and people seemed to like that. How do I go from there? Where do I go with it? And every time, every time that I did it, whatever iteration I did, it just wasn't meeting my expectations, my personal expectations. Sure. And it was only in the last half a day of doing it that it just suddenly went like that and it was like okay all right so it's taken me a while to sort of get to love it but I think I like it now there's enough distance for me to sort of go yes I like it yeah um and (laughs) actually it is the lock screen on my phone not because I like it it's it's to make me like it if that makes sense you're you're forcing (laughs) acceptance I see yes whereas I think everybody else seems to like it as well and i'll come to another point on that in a moment but um with the 50th it was so nice because i did the day of the doctor artwork as well um when it came out and sort of getting a chance to revisit it and we had a a huge process of going through day of the doctor it was about a three or four month sort of period of trying to get the artwork correct yeah um and lots of people were involved people came and went um it was very much a sort of like a corporate thing because not only was it just going to be part of the bbc's promotional push but also it was going to be global it was going to be in cinemas it was going to be everywhere it was going to be on mugs t-shirts whatever i've seen it on bus passes um it's that kind of level of just grandness that a lot of people just want to get involved in and, and make sure it's right so given the opportunity to go back and revisit it with the steelbook and just let loose and do not necessarily what I would have done, but what I want to do now yeah. is is brilliant because you get that freedom of going. Because prior to this, you have to have the pre-tease story. Who are these people? What's going on? Now you can just represent it and go, it's a big, fu- <laughs> I'm swearing again, no it's a big fucking space adventure <laughs> yeah. with so many people and just colors and shapes and Daleks and more and the War Doctor and just how big this is so yeah just the the idea that you can then put that on on a cover is like amazing that, that is the best summary so, for day of the doctor i've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> so one thing you did ask earlier and yeah. I'll, I'll sort of wrap up with that mm. and it ties in with the artwork is um i think you were sort of along the, the line of how do you feel about the fans uh sure. responding to your artwork yes yeah um one of the most heartening things, and this is about the design of the the, the collection, mm. is you see so many people creating their own versions of it. Oh, and yes, that, it's a big thing, isn't it? Yeah, custom It is, ones, it is. Yeah. and I, I love, I absolutely love that because it means I got the original template right because Doctor Who fans are incredibly particular. We're all designers. Yes. And we're all... <laughs> <laughs> we're all sort of like in, involved in how we think it should look and sure. the idea that people are just sort of nailing this down and gone i want to do my own version of this yeah. means that we got it right and that makes oh, me happy that's a good that's that's lovely though isn't it because you're right i guess fans are always uh, yeah as you say particular about because like with the classic dvds i remember i can't remember what it, which one it was but you know the first one that had the special edition like branding 
and they put it on the spine. And I saw some people going, "What are they doing? Like it's not it's not uniform." I'm not I'm not saying that's a problem. You know, we all have our own tolerance <laughs> level. I personally don't mind it, but I know we all have our own tolerance levels on that. But you're you're right. It, but then people went out of their way to make custom like DVD things to match it. And like you say, people are even saying, "Oh, like we know I don't know season." just out the blue 25 isn't out yet but here's what i think it'll look like and like you say they've used your template so that must have been a big relief you're like oh i got it right so that's yeah 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 and it kind of it, it's it's uh, the, the thing that i don't want to take away is the the idea that every time we get one coming out there's less area for people to play in you sure. know it's sort of like yeah so if if 25 does come out then please just carry on making your own version of 25 it's not sacrosanct it's like here's my alternative take just you know every release that comes out just carry on doing it because i love it and you people are lovely doing artwork (laughs) that's a lovely sentiment that's a lovely sentiment to round things off on but um before you go lee there is one thing i have been doing with uh, my guests who were into doctor who uh, just a little thing I call the three ones. Uh, so I'm going to just ask you three questions regarding Doctor Who, and you just give me your honest answer to each of them. Doesn't matter what it is. So the first okay. one is called The One I Love, which is, it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be your favourite Who story of all time, but just one that you, it can be, but it's just one you have that real deep you know, connection to, that love for, that one you can go back to and it it feels like the first time you're watching it sort of thing. The one I love is uh, War Machines. You can just yes. stick me in front of that anytime and I will uh, love you for it. The other one is Day of the Daleks because it's just a riot. Um, I'm sorry, the, yeah. that's too. Uh, <laughs> no, no, oh, Remembrance of the Daleks. Oh my God, I'm just going to... No, no, Remembrance <laughs> of the Daleks. Remembrance <laughs> of the Daleks is the one I love. Um, <laughs> just, I quote it endlessly. Um, yeah, just the amount of time I put unlimited rice pudding, et cetera, et cetera, at the bottom of shopping lists. Wonderful. uh is ridiculous yeah so remembrance <laughs> remembrance of the daleks day of the doctor oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they keep coming they all keep... of it i should have said yeah all of it all of it no i love remember that was one of my first classic ones and i loved it from the word go it's just it's so good and at the time of recording i'm very tempted big finish at the minute are doing a sale on the countermeasures stuff and I'm, I'm very tempted. I'm like, well, I do like this team. But yeah, so I'm sure that's great. So the second one is called One and Done, which is basically, you know, we all have those two stories. We talked a bit about it earlier where you watch it and you go, OK, I'm not necessarily going to go out of my way to watch that again unless I have to. Um, do you have a story like that? Um, I mean, for me, it's probably Underworld. I've made no secret of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking there's there's little bits in that era, um, but also, do you know what? I I'm going to get vilified for this, no, but go for just ah, oh, the Silurians, just Doctor Ooh, Who and the Silurians. I know. Interesting, interesting. I know it's just oh. <laughs> What what is it for you? Is it is, do you feel it's too long or? Um, it's one of those that sort of like uh, it's it's got a it's got a reputation up here, and for yep. me, it doesn't hit for sure. me. You know, it's it, the beats don't hit for me. However, the monsters are incredible. Pertwee is amazing. Love lives short, and we got the Brigadier in there as well. So yeah, it's just it's 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 all the right notes, but in the wrong order for me. I hear um, you. 
and like you say, I think it's that fan thing, as we say, the general fandom puts, I say, oh, Genesis of the Daleks is the best story of all time. And mm-hmm. you watch it and you go, oh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I think it's the best of all time? Not necessarily, but yeah. It's that, that is very long as well, isn't it? <laughs> Six whole, thank God they put the, uh, what was it? The omnibus version on the Blu-ray set. That's yes. a, That was a good idea. <laughs> that was one, the one the one we did at the BFI and just like, yes. oh, my bum was numb. <laughs> Anyway, go uh, on. No, it's all right. right. And the final one is a back (laughs) to square one, which is basically, and you might have had this experience. So, say you have a friend, a loved one, whatever it is, who's never seen a single episode of Doctor Who before. They might have heard of it, but they've never seen it. What one story, in your opinion, would you set them off on? Could be classic, could be new Who, just, or one you just think, you know, if if you could only show them one story, which one would you show them to try and show off the program? uh 11th hour um okay i think as an opener as 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 something that just sort of goes we no woman that fell to earth maybe i think i don't know basically i'm i'm looking at it in a kind of like moment of sure this is this is where we set up our stall this is this is how we are going to be selling this show for a while Mm. and i absolutely adore the balls to the wall loveliness of um 11th hour where it's 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 fantastical it's action-based it's got all these things and you just go this is again this is a movie we love this this is great just enjoy this kind of thing woman of hell to earth is bold and interesting and you've got monsters and people being set up and just the character of the doctor is so ephemeral throughout it and yet yeah. so integral and so the moment where they're on the wall and just goes i'm just a traveler it's just all that is leading up to that moment and you go chef's kiss chef's so, kiss. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely so wonderful one of those two wonderful selections lee so some surprises but it's all good this is why i do it i like to see what <laughs> it's so interesting what different people come out with for those answers you know it's it, it's just great but that is what i always say one thing i say in a lot of my videos when i talk about the show or specific stories you know i'll say oh well you might not like the twin dilemma but it's someone's (laughs) favorite out there but it's true you know every story could be somebody's favorite that's just that's just how it is i genuinely agree with that there there is doctor who is never a single story doctor who is moments that people have pieced together and created their own version of a show that exists solely in their mind and if you find an episode that sort of resonates with that later on and go, this is the greatest episode ever. If you if you don't, then you just go back to those episodes. It's great. I love this show. It is the best. <laughs> it is the best. And long may it go on. Well, Lee, we will start to round things off there. Thank you very much for coming on AMTV Radio. My pleasure. I've, I've loved it. Uh, before you go, um, any work you have or any social medias, please feel free to shout them out now. Sure, I suppose uh, m- my most Doctor Who stuff is probably my Instagram, which is just uh, Lee Binding. Uh, my Twitter is mostly Doctor Who stuff, where I just go a bit weird and I'm a bit of an insomniac. So uh, you'll probably get some crazy Doctor Who memes stuff on there, yes. where I just go, "It's a great idea to do bumper stickers about Vendals, that kind of stuff." <laughs> uh, that is 
that's that's just out I'll, I'll be waiting me. for PDFs <laughs> of that on the season 15 set yeah you pass that <laughs> yes, on to Ro- Russell if you're listening Fendal bumper sticker PDFs please <laughs> so yeah those are my main things uh and yeah please anyone drop me a message because I love just chatting to people the internet is a good place it is for the most part but yes it can, it can be a good place <laughs> Oh, well, wonderful. Well, now I've got to remember my stuff. Always the hardest bit of the show. I never write it down. I really should. Um, (laughs) So if you're watching on YouTube, hello. Thank you for watching. Please leave a like and subscribe to the channel if you want to see more. We've got lots of content coming out. And um, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, whatever, hello. And um, please follow, um, watch. They've all got different words for subscribe. It's very annoying. There's not one standard word. But whatever that button is, please click it if you want to hear more. New episodes coming every week. And all that's left to be said is, Lee, mate, thank you once again for coming on. It's been a blast. It's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And for all you lot listening, I'll see you next time.